Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Michigan Golf Podcast. Garrett Smith with you guys, as always. And this is... uh, I don't know what this is. This is maybe a season finale. Kind of like a season finale, but not really a finale, I guess. I don't know. Um, Just kind of want to put something out there for you guys this week. Because after the last couple of weeks, I know I threw two episodes at you guys. Oh, man. Last Tuesday and Thursday, I believe it was. And I've been doing a little bit here, but not a lot. And I want to keep this podcast relevant. And I want to keep it kind of providing you guys with information and and fun and exciting golf content. But it's it's the off season. I mean, let's be real. I mean, we are there. I'm finally sitting here and it's it's cold. It's below 32 degrees. There's snow on the ground. I still work very, very hard on my game in indoors and not so much out, but whether it's health and fitness and nutrition, whether it's golf psychology, whether it's swing fundamentals and technique, I'm still doing a lot. But the problem is, is I don't really know what weekly content, what fresh weekly golf content I can give to you guys that's going to be of interest. And I'm, I'm trying to keep the creative juices flowing. I really am. But again, I kind of want to give you guys stuff that you like, stuff that you want, and not just be here to be here, you know. So there is exciting stuff going on. I'm I'm getting ramped up with TaylorMade. I do have my first event on the calendar. I believe it was, golly, January 23rd or something like that at the Golf Galaxy over in Grand Rapids. So I'm going to be getting involved with them uh, sooner than I expected. I really didn't didn't anticipate having much on the calendar uh, with TaylorMade until probably March or so, but, um, Hey, that's what, that's what indoor golf is all about. Indoor fitting, indoor everything. So if you are following along and you want to check it out again, don't quote me on this. I will put out an episode sooner than, um, the event, but I believe it was Saturday, January 23rd from 12 to four at the golf galaxy in Grand Rapids. So maybe you'll see some promotional stuff for that. If you're a golf galaxy shopper or just kind of checking out golf stuff in the Grand Rapids area. Just keep it in mind. Um, if you want to pop by, say hi. Get fit for some tailor-made stuff. Um, the thing that I won't know is whether or not new 2021 product will be there because I do believe January 23rd comes prior to the tailor-made product launch, uh, which I think is in February. So, again, come and check it out. If you're if you're around, if it's Saturday midday and you're looking to hit some golf balls and want to come hang out, Golf Galaxy might be the place to be. But other than that, I'm just doing just the regular stuff. So instead of putting together kind of a normal episode for you guys here, we're not gonna we're not gonna drop an ad. We're not gonna do any of that. And this episode probably isn't gonna be super long in duration. But figured I'd just jump on, let you guys kind of know where I'm at with the holidays coming up. I'm gonna be busy um, trying to wrap up the year right um, from a professional standpoint with work. And I like I said in the last episode, if it, maybe the last episode, maybe the one before that, I do have another trick up my sleeve as far as another golf opportunity goes so stay tuned for that but otherwise looking forward to 2021 i'm paul and i we're gonna be back on the podcast much much more regularly i hope in the upcoming year we've joined the mitten golf tour you guys know i've done a lot of precaps and recaps of mitten golf tour events over the course of the 2020 season so Paul and I were were able to join as Mitten Golf Tour founding members for the upcoming season, which is going to be super fun. Um, the guy that, that organizes and runs that is going to be on the podcast probably sometime in February. We're still coordinating that. 
and he's going to get on and we're going to talk mitten golf tour the upcoming season what's new what's changing and just kind of share share some exciting stuff around that and what else is going on i'm still going to come at you guys um just not as regularly for a few weeks so we're still going to be doing the practice we're still going to be talking indoor golf i'm still going to drop you guys the book club podcast to share a little bit more about the mental game i'm still working through that book i told you guys about down the fairway which is fantastic if you've googled it awesome if you haven't i highly recommend it with christmas coming up and and things tell your spouses hey say hey honey listen to the guy on the michigan golf podcast he's got some great book suggestions for the mental game jump on check out on amazon ebay whatever it is uh, the the three book series from ron holiday ego is the enemy the obstacle is the way stillness is the key great christmas gifts and if your birthday is coming up great birthday gifts too i mean so let your spouse know hey tune into the michigan golf podcast let's get some reading material for you guys um what else is new i'm trying to stay warm that's all i'm thinking about is just trying to stay warm and hang out um touched on taylor made that's kind of where that's at right now as i get into training and stuff we'll get a little more insight and knowledge and, and be able to kind of communicate more to you guys there i'm putting together a tournament schedule of course for the 2021 season this is about the time of the year where traditionally i'll start to kind of tap into the resources to the gam the michigan pga uh, the West Michigan Golf Association Mitten Tours got a few of the events posted, so people are starting to kind of get some some dates out there, tentative dates for qualifying events for other tournaments. So I'm working on that. Uh, again, the GAM, the Michigan PGA, uh, the Mitten Golf Tour, of course, West Michigan Golf Association that hosts all the Grand Rapids area events that I got to profile for you guys and talk about the courses there. Super excited to see what they come up with for 2021 and what the event schedule is going to look like there. Um, adding the Swing Thought Tour as some potential stuff. They uh, are a, a mini tour that kind of started out east, if I'm not mistaken. And it looked to me like their calendar had an event here in Michigan. So I'm super pumped to put that on there. I've been talking with those guys a little bit, trying to drum up some some excitement and some energy there as they expand their schedule and put new events in new locations and looking forward to getting involved with them. Um, we'll see what capacity that, that becomes because if they host some events in Ohio, Illinois, Indiana, I mean, I don't know what the competitive schedule is going to bring, but I'm optimistic that it's going to bring a lot of cool, new, fun, and exciting events to the schedule. I've been playing in a lot of the same stuff. 2020 was a wash. I didn't get in half of the events that I was hoping to just kind of played locally with COVID rescheduling things, canceling things. The, the tournament schedule wasn't nearly as robust as and exciting as it has been. I got over to Canada back in 20, 2018, 2019, yeah, it was 2018. Yep. 2018. I went over to Toronto for a tournament and that was super fun. So looking forward to doing more stuff like that um, in the upcoming season. Hopefully this vaccine drops and we can kind of return to some kind of normalcy in in the golf world and in the competitive golf space hopefully fans return to the pga tour i don't know about you guys but i'm looking forward to getting out there i still have not in all the all the years i say all the years i don't even know how many it's been probably like three maybe how long has the rocket mortgage been been played over in detroit i handful tops haven't been there yet so want to get back over there and there's another group speaking of detroit uh the intercorp tour so Intercorp is something totally new to, to Michigan. Their their events are brand new as of 2021, and 
I've been tuning into some of their stuff through social media. I haven't registered for anything. They're kind of doing the, the mitten golf tour thing too. Two person scramble qualifying events. So what they're doing instead of a kind of a season long tour points race, all the stuff that the mitten offers intercorp is doing a handful, five or six, maybe qualifying tournaments for a state championship event, which seems pretty cool to me because they're hosting qualifiers at Harbor Shores over here on the Lakeshore, which is awesome. That's where they play the senior PGA championship. I've never played Harbor Shores. Would love to. I Every year it's kind of on the list of places to go, and I never quite get there. So maybe two-person scramble. Maybe I grab Paul. Maybe we go to Harbor Shores. I don't know what the cost is for this qualifying event. They also are hosting one over at Warwick Hills, uh, former site of the Buick Open. Never played there. Private club could be a cool opportunity to get out and play Warwick Hills and just kind of reminisce of the days of old when I used to go walk the course and, and watch Tiger and and the PGA Tour players just kind of play a, a cool old hit country club layout. Um, golly, what else is coming up in 2021? Golf trip down to Alabama. Definitely excited to share the golf trip. It, this is going to take the Michigan Golf Podcast, and we're going to go south. And I'm not going to rename it. We're not going to call it the Alabama Golf Podcast or anything crazy like that. But I'm pumped for this because this is something that this podcast went live last year in, shoot, what was it, like April, May, sometime in there, probably May. So I take this annual golf trip to the Robert Trent Jones Trail in Alabama every February. Lately, it's been February, beginning of March, right in that area. And we play a ton of golf. I'm talking like they've got the winter golf special. It's like 80 bucks a day or something like that for unlimited golf. So I get with a couple of buddies. It's been just two of us the last couple of years. We'll go down, which two of us is fine because we can rip through 36 holes so fast. Like we'll grab a early morning tea time, maybe a midday tea time. And a lot of times we'll tee off at like 7 o'clock and we can get 18 holes done by 9.30. We'll grab breakfast rip through another 18, grab maybe a, a lunch, a little bit of a late lunch maybe, depending on how things are going. And then a lot of these RTJ trail stops have a short course, so a par 3 track. And so we'll go out and play the par 3 in the afternoon, and we'll bounce around from there. So we're going from Mobile to Huntsville to Birmingham to, I mean, shoot, you'll have to look it up. There's so many trail sites. It's so much golf. And we've been doing it for three years now. And I still have not hit every trail site available. So looking forward to that in the coming months. And trust me, I'll be giving you guys a ton, a ton of content for that. And also looking to kind of make a road trip of it. Um, going to potentially just kind of with the, I don't have a travel bag for one. I don't have a travel bag to throw my golf clubs in and put them on an airplane. For two, I've always been leery of that. I mean, I know air, airlines they they transport golf clubs and golf bags all the time. I've used a hard cover case before. I've borrowed one from a buddy. I borrowed a soft cover case. Things have gone well. But you know when you've got the window seat and you see those guys just unloading unloading baggage and luggage and you see them just kind of tossing bags. Golf equipment is expensive. The, the shaft in my driver alone is a couple hundred bucks and that being the longest club in the bag, it's like shoot, that gets tossed the wrong way. And every time I've done it, I'll, I'll, I'll pat it up. I'll throw some shirts in there. I'll throw some sweaters, whatever it might be, just kind of wrap it around the shafts, try and soften any potential blows as best I can because the last thing you want to do is show up for a guy's golf trip or a buddy's trip, wherever you end up going, 
and you're stuck with some broken shafts in your bag. Nobody wants that. That's not that's not cool. So I try and avoid that at all costs. And again, so whether it's airline travel being maybe a little still, I don't know. I, I haven't flown in since January of last year. So it's been some time, but maybe it's maybe it's cool now. Maybe things are all right. But if they are awesome, if they're not, I'll just jump in the jump in the truck or the jeep and and head south. I'm thinking about making a road trip of it and making a bit more of an experience. Driving down through Wilmington, catching up with some old buddies down in coastal North Carolina, play some golf down there, and maybe buzz down south. I mentioned to you guys maybe I'll shoot George Bryan a message and try and get out at Aiken and just kind of make an experience of that and then drive down to florida Um, my grandparents are down in the orlando area down lakeland so maybe buzz down there say hi to them one of my buddies that does this golf trip he drops his wife off and down in i forget where at in florida um she goes down there because she's got family and so he'll drop her off and he suggested i drive down leave my car at my grandparents place he'll pick me up there we'll cruise up to alabama go do our thing drive back that's a lot of miles. It's a lot of driving. So I'm a little unsure about how I want to handle that because traditionally in years past, we'll just jump in the car together here in Grand Haven and head to Alabama. And I tell you what, last year was ridiculous. Last year, gosh, we left at 4 a.m. or something like that. And we were in Huntsville, Alabama on the first tee of, I forget which RTJ trail site at like two o'clock in the afternoon. So it just blows my mind. Sometimes like Sometimes it just blows my mind to think that I can get as far south as northern Alabama where I can play golf in comfortable temperatures. I can get that far south in the same amount of time it takes me to get to, like, Marquette, Michigan. I mean, like That's strange to wrap your head around. Like, very dramatically different locations geographically. But I'll, I'll go south every time. I have friends in Marquette, love to visit them and hang out there. But I tell you what, I will drive south during this time of year to go play golf before I drive north to Marquette any day. So the fact that I can do that, leave at 4 a.m., which isn't unreasonably early. I mean, it's it's early, but it's not that early. Cruise down there and be on a golf course in the afternoon, that's a beautiful thing. And so we'll see. Maybe we'll do it that way this year. Maybe I'll take the coastal road trip experience to be determined. I still want to hit Sweetens Cove. So no matter what, I'm still trying to figure out how I'm going to make that happen. Um, again, still early, early planning as far as this buddy's golf trip goes, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, what else? Working with my coach. So I have kind of gotten back involved with my coach a little bit more. Uh, we hadn't seen each other all summer long. Again, he's heavily invested in the first T program here in West Michigan, but he's going to be scaling back to part-time, which has allowed us to kind of get together these last couple of weeks. And so we'll grab a few hours together, hit some balls, hang out. I do want to get him on the podcast. We're brainstorming some content. He's been a PGA professional for a long, long time. He's coached high school golf. He works with collegiate players. He, again, works extensively with the first T program. So he's been teaching junior golf for a while. And I want to get him on here. Tell him about, tell, tell him, tell you guys about him, have him share his story, kind of where him and I came to, came to know each other and, and our journey together is he's taken me through high school golf. He's taken me through college golf. I finished runner up at, at our national tournament my sophomore year. I've played some really good golf under his tutelage. And he's helped a couple of buddies of mine that are 
pursuing the mini tour game right now and, and chasing that, whether it be down south in Florida or over in the Dakotas. So he's a great coach and he's got a he's got a great mindset and a great ability to teach people of all skill levels and with all kinds of goals. But he gets a rush out of teaching the guys that, that want to take the game to the next level. So we have a really good time working together and just kind of brainstorming ideas and technique and just teaching techniques and fitting techniques. And it's, it's fun. Um, I was over at his place again, like two weeks ago, regripping my clubs. And so we got to, got to do that. And that's where I get on all the stuff. He's got the loft and line machine, all that, and take all the, all the club data. I'll log all that lengths, lies, loft angles, um, get my grips dialed in all that good fun jazz. Um, what else do we do? We do a ton of stuff over there. His his golf studio is pretty impressive, and I love hanging out there. I wish I could hang out there more, but once a week is, is fine for now. But once I get closer to tournament season, then I think I'll probably ramp it up a bit. Um, but I'm looking forward to, again, next tournament season. Again, whether it's the just broad range and spectrum of events I'm looking to play in, but I'm also excited about my game. Um, talking to you guys, sharing this season with you and kind of where things have gone. I know there's been a lot of ups and a lot of downs and a, and a ton in between. But I'm very, very excited and optimistic about the future of my golf game. Um, just kind of with the way things are transitioning for me career-wise, in my personal life, in my golf life, just all kinds of stuff. It's like things are kind of coming together, and I, I really feel optimistic after a couple of lackluster slow down years uh, we're on the up and up i'm more than confident about that so stick with me 2021 is going to be huge looking forward to the speaking of tournaments again that's one area that i didn't say the usga i'm really hoping that we get back to a normal usga schedule with the u.s open qualifiers the usam me being in my low 30s um the mid-am is awesome i've enjoyed getting into that qualifier the last well, not last year, obviously, but the last few years. Played in it over at Spring Lake Country Club a few years ago. Oh, man, was that it? Is that the only time I participated? I feel like there was one more in there. But us 30-year-olds, let's we can get out and compete. We don't have to play against these college kids that hit bombs and attack pins. Like, let's go play with the 30-year-olds, and let's let's see what that, what that atmosphere is all about. I like it. Um, not that we can't thump on these college kids when the time is right, but... It's a different game. I mean, we know that. So other than that, just kind of want to give you guys something to digest for the holidays, um, something to look forward to. We're going to just, again, take a couple weeks, try and drum up some cool content for you, and just brainstorm what's to come. I'm not going to be totally absent. I do want to drop the occasional episode here and there, but we are going to break away from the once a week, a couple times a week kind of thing. But so don't be surprised. But season two is going to kick off in January, without a doubt. By then, I'll I'll definitely I'll, the wheels will be spinning between now and then. So I'll have some fresh stuff for you come come January. But until then, guys, stay warm out there. Keep working on your fundamentals, posture, grip, alignment. Do some golf psychology stuff. Read read the books that I was kind of suggesting. There there is one more. Gosh, if I had a computer in front of me right now, I'd dish you the author. So. Quick tangent, quick side note. I like to do this, you know. Um, I read a book this year. It was recommended to me last spring, and it was called The Inner Game of Tennis. And, yes, The Inner Game of Tennis, not golf. However, the author does have a book called The Inner Game of Golf. And 
I really, really, really enjoyed this guy's perspective on the psychology of sports. And I did some research on this, and the reason why I chose the inner game of tennis instead of the inner game of golf was strictly because this guy had a tennis background. He he played tennis. He coached tennis. Tennis was his area of expertise. And so the stuff that he teaches and the stuff that he talks about is very, very applicable to golf. The, the parallels are there, which is why he wrote the book, The Inner Game of Golf. The reason I read tennis was because I felt like his knowledge and his experience and his application of the, this mindset and, and these kind of thoughts and thought processes, they came out, I, I felt like they were better spoken in the inner game of tennis. I thought, if, if anything, like, yeah, I could tell you guys about golf psychology. I mean, that's that's my life. That's my game. I love golf. I love human psychology. So I could tell you guys all about golf psychology all day. If I turned around, tried telling you guys about the inner game of tennis or the inner game of cricket or the inner game of racquetball or pickleball or basketball or anything else in between. Could I take the same psychology and apply it to that and have it make sense? Yeah, maybe. But I'm going to tell you guys the best stories. I'm going to give you guys the most detail and express the most relatable and understandable psychology thoughts through what I know. So that's why I read tennis. That's why I recommend If Again, I wish I could dish you guys the author right now, but The Inner Game of Tennis, check it out. Google it. Um, see if you can find it. It's, it's been around for a long time, so copies are cheap. I'm sure you can pick up a used copy on eBay for like three or four bucks. And I, I highly recommend it. But I highly recommend a lot of things. So maybe you guys take me up on this. Maybe you don't. Um, speaking of my highly recommended things, maybe, I mean, again, no ad, but I'm going to tell you guys about Orgain because you guys have been awesome and it's just that time of year. We're trying to bulk up. I, I had a, I jumped in and caught up with Evan last week and we, we talked to Orgain and I gave him a couple of recommendations on what to try because what he tried was maybe not exactly what he was looking for. I appreciate him taking taking the chance on on some products they do have a ton of options on there whether it's the protein powders um the nutrition shakes the granola bars whatever it may be um tons and tons of stuff so we we talked to Organ a little bit i told him i said hey man you try the plant-based stuff that's that's my jam whether you're vegan vegetarian or not i think their plant-based protein powders are the best and that's that's what i think um so i could tell you i highly recommend it if you want to check it out, awesome. Jump on Orgain.com. As always, if it's your first time placing an order, use code MIGOLF30 for 30% off. And that's a pretty good deal. I think it's a, I think it's a great deal. And their protein powders and their products are very reasonably priced. So anytime you can throw a couple items in your cart and get 30% off, again, great gift idea. So if you're into fitness, if you're into the gym, if you're into bettering your body and your nutrition, and your spouse knows that or doesn't know that, tell her to listen to the Michigan Golf Podcast. Let her know that, hey, this guy's talking about Orgain. He's talking about hitting bombs. And who doesn't want to hit bombs? And who doesn't want to better their body? So Orgain.com, promo code MIGOLF30. We'll get you some get you some stuff. Uh, other than that, I, I dropped in the last episode or two episodes ago, I can't remember which, um, talking about taking this a little more multimedia experience. We're still working on that. I think I'm going to build a website. And if you've got website building experience, reach out to me. Because I tell you what, I jump on a couple of these, whether it's Squarespace or 
oh man, I helped my coach build one. WordPress, maybe? I think that's what we used a handful of years ago. I'm not good at it. It's This is a little outside of the scope of my abilities technologically, but it's, again, the off-season, so maybe I got time to do this. I got time to podcast. I got time to work. I got time to practice. I got time to learn to build a website. Why not? Um, I think I can incorporate a lot of cool stuff, whether it's blogs, um, link the podcast, of course, get some cool photos, get some cool video, be it with the drone, with the camera. Again, I don't know if I want to go full-blown YouTube because uh, I mean, just gaining traction in the podcast world takes time. And YouTube, I'm no video editor. I know a couple people that can edit videos, but I'm not that guy. So don't know if that's quite the uh, avenue I'm looking to go, but who knows? We'll see. The Instagram following, you guys have been awesome too. Again, if you follow me on Instagram, at GSmithGolf, awesome. If you don't, jump on because that's where you're going to get a lot more content and a lot more stuff pushed your way if you're into golf and if you're into equipment, if you're into courses, if you're into whatever. Um, the following has grown pretty substantially there. I mean, I'm still not uh, not anything special, but... You guys have been awesome. You guys have been reaching out on Instagram. We've been talking golf. I've had a lot of cool messages come through regarding the podcast, topics I've brought up here, things I've posted about on Instagram. Um, I did have a clothing company from Atlanta reach out to me a couple weeks ago. They were they were a nice group of guys. I, I talked to them and exchanged a couple messages. Um, they shared their products, kind of what they're about. They're new uh, as of 2020. And so they sent me some information. I jumped on their website, picked out a, a couple of shirts and, and have those coming my way, which is going to be exciting. I love restocking golf apparel this time of year. Um, I tell you, I'm not, again, a fashionista. Evan, he gets the five stars for fashion. I I don't know what I get. Maybe three. I'd like on the conservative side, I'd give myself three, but I'd like to give myself uh, four stars, four stars for fashion. I don't do a lot of color. I stick to shades, pretty neutral stuff, the blues, the blacks, the grays. But this um, company that reached out to me on Instagram, they they kind of have more of the, it's fitting for their name, but the pastels, they, they do kind of the lighter shades. So I do have some pretty cool stuff coming that I'm excited to try out just to add, add a splash of color to my usually just shaded wardrobe. So keep an eye out on Instagram for that. I'll be sharing their stuff. Um coming up soon whenever that makes its way here to Michigan the postal service is a little busy right now I noticed I order some things online I get them sometimes sooner than expected sometimes later than expected I did have some cool t-shirts come today though that's not golf related whatsoever uh, I like to shop online especially I don't like to go out I don't like to go to stores I don't like to buy things from stores although I do encourage shopping local um, a lot of the golf apparel I buy, whether it's Nike, whether it's, eh, who am I kidding? It's all Nike. I did have a couple of pairs of shoes come. I had a bunch of, not a bunch, a handful of shirts. When it's cold outside, it's pullover season. And I think it's always pullover season. I'm cold-blooded. So even when it's like May, early June, if it's in the 60s, I'm still wearing a pullover. So I like the lightweight stuff, the quarter zips. You guys know. Um, I'm fighting the fight right now. I'm thinking about this. I love golf fashion because I think there's two schools of two schools of thought here. There's the classic stuff. There's the the polo, the Ralph Lauren, um, and then there's I mean you see that stuff on like Justin Thomas and things, and then you get kind of the I don't know 
I'd say Puma. I don't want to say edgier stuff, but they're definitely they're in a category of their own. The stuff that you see with Puma, and they've got the the partnership with the Folds of Honor Foundation. I love the stuff that they do. Just the bright colors, the camo patterns. I've never done it myself because I don't think I rep it well. And then you got kind of Nike, Nike and Adidas. I feel like I feel like Adidas kind of they kind of fall in between the Polo Ralph Lauren stuff and Nike. Nike I feel like has a lot more of the sporty looks and kind of the athletic feel. I feel like Adidas is kind of right in between. They they kind of bridge the gap between the traditional golf apparel that you might see and kind of that more sporty athletic look. And so I'm kind of in between that. I'm trying to figure out what I like and one and one company that I'm experimenting with and exploring is Travis Matthew. Their stuff is a little more expensive, but it is good quality. I'm finding that I like to explore their options. When it comes to fit, I'm kind of I'm kind of picky about fit. I like a certain width, a certain length. And call me crazy, my wife laughs at me for this. I don't I, I used to specify this back when I was younger my parents would buy me golf apparel. I know my mom. I know I've told her this before. It's been a long, long time. So if if she's tuning in and listening to this, she might not remember, but she will now. Is my golf shirts, when I order golf shirts, two buttons. I'm very particular about this. I like two-button golf shirts. Three buttons at the most. I I will give for three buttons. But anything more than that, I don't like. I don't like the long long buttony fronts of golf shirts and i'm not talking the phil mickelson wear your work shirt to the golf course type stuff i'm talking just just the normal things i mean and think about that i don't know if you guys are aware but look in your closet check out your golf shirts count your buttons how many there you have and i like two three at again at the most and i guess i don't know maybe all my golf shirts have three buttons if you count the if you count the one that's tight to the collar that you're never ever going to button because if you do you look like you're choking yourself um anyway the fewer buttons the better quarter zips are slick i like those um but travis matthew i'm kind of expanding into the the sweater space so trying to break from the quarter zips and the pullovers like that trying to go back to kind of maybe some crew neck stuff um i've never been much of a v-neck sweater kind of guy but sweaters are tough because i'm not a laundry aficionado i i have a tendency to shrink things and so as much as i dislike it for environmental reasons the all those fake fabrics the polyesters the other the the stuff that's manufactured and yeah it's moisture wicking it's awesome it's it's very cool and comfortable on the golf course not great environmentally speaking so if you're into the environmentalist side of of the world the cotton stuff is definitely better those fake manufactured fabrics aren't exactly great they never decompose you throw them away whatever you do with them you donate them you get rid of them they're sitting around for golly i don't know 100 years probably if not more but that's for another podcast another time another place but uh yeah so kind of revamping the wardrobe the golf again got a couple of pairs of golf shoes i've been a nike loyalist when it comes to apparel um for the most part my shoes have been nike for a long time i used to wear adidas back in college um but that's i I don't that was because that's who kind of supported our school and our team um but speaking of, of 
random here. This is something that, you know, I don't even know if I should tell you guys this. Cause I, I told my coaches, we had a couple of first T kids in last week when I was over at a studio and we were, we were talking to a couple of them and, and these kids were awesome. We're talking, these are high schoolers, uh, very young, very young kids. One was, one of them was a freshman in high school. I think the other one was a freshman in high school. And, and they're talking, we're talking goals. We're talking, what are your goals for high school? What are your goals beyond? And, and both of these kids, they're talking about wanting to play collegiate golf, wanting to work hard and, and try and push for some scholarships and, and get their playing ability to a very, very high level, which is super cool. So we were talking college golf, and I was sharing my my junior college golf experience and how my coach that we were working with, of course, had gotten me through high school and into the college game and, and played really, really well. And so anyway, we were talking goals and collegiate golf, and I forget what brought this up, but we were talking golf superstitions. I can't believe I haven't done a podcast on golf superstitions because this would be a great one for Derek, who actually, as I'm sitting here thinking about that, he was supposed to come out to my house today or tomorrow, and we were supposed to record a podcast together. So I'm sitting here telling you guys I'm trying to dial it back, and I'm trying to brainstorm some stuff. I was supposed to have Derek out this week, and he never texted me. I know I called him last week, but we never solidified anything. So we're going to get out and do some recording. This would be a great episode for some great Derek content because Derek is my, my non-golfer golf buddy. And we'll keep NASCAR off the pod. But anyway, we were talking superstition with these kids and my coach and kind of golf habits, goofy nuances. We're all We all play the game, so we've all got – probably some goofy little quirks and superstitions and i'll tell you mine so back in college when golf balls are provided for you and you get to pick all your stuff and and whatnot we played titleist of course um they provided us with golf balls so when my coach comes around and he says hey what what number golf ball do you guys want i always requested number three and what kind of went along with that is i always played a titleist three I always keep three coins in my left pocket and I always keep three T's in my right pocket. And just kind of one of those quirky little things. Coins are always in the left. I don't really know why. Um, I think it's because T's, I like to put T's in the right. I don't like coins and T's together and then the T's in the right pocket because you reach in with your right hand, grab a T, you've got your ball, you peg it, and you hit a bomb. I keep the coins in my left pocket um, to mark my ball in the green, of course, but I've always used three of each and and my logic there and my reasoning is because on every hole in the golf course three is a phenomenal score you're never going to make all threes but it's a great score to shoot for i mean it's it's birdie on par fours it's pars on all the par threes and you squeeze in a couple eagles on the par fives so that was kind of always my little superstitious reminder um so if we've played golf together you probably didn't know that because i mean you're not out there with your buddies like hey man what do you keep in your pockets that's not a topic of conversation. We're not talking about that. Nobody really cares how many T's or how many coins or how many anything. I mean, Derek's got the cargo pockets. He's probably got three Bud Lights in, in one of them um, at any given time that we're playing. But maybe not. Maybe he's a one guy. Maybe he only keeps one Bud Light in his cargo pocket. I don't know. His cargo pockets are, are big. And we could go. That's another offshoot and tangent we could go down is cargo pockets in golf. I mean, yay or nay. Right now, I, the big topic is hoodies. I know there's kind of some fuss going around with the guys on tour wearing hoodies while playing golf. I think it's a cool fashion trend. I think it's a great move. I think it's 
again trendy it's it's hip it's comfortable and if you don't mind it and if it doesn't get in your way why not i mean i like a hoodie it keeps me warm and it kind of breaks away again from the traditional sweater or the pullover or the quarter zip uh, but cargo pockets cargo pockets on the golf course i'm a minimalist i like to get out there and the the fewer things i have on me i don't even i don't keep my wallet in my pocket i don't keep my phone in my pocket i don't keep my keys in my pocket that's what all those thousands of cargo pockets on my golf bag are for you get all these pockets on your golf bag for all those things i just keep a few things in my pocket but cargo pockets on the golf course yay or nay i say nay but again another episode another time so i've run this on long enough i've kind of given you guys a little bit of this and a little bit of that kind of breaking back into the organic let's talk about what comes to my mind podcast but just wanted to give you something because i didn't want to just abandon ship i gave you guys last week up the last episode i put out was my top five comeback players for the 2021 pga tour season i hope you guys enjoyed that that was super fun to record got into some details when was their last win what was their best finish in 2020 how, i mean how are they trending hopefully you guys enjoyed that had good listenership that was fun had a couple guys shoot some messages had a lot of people um, through Instagram check out Wesley Bryan. I love talking Wesley Bryan because, again, huge fan. If you checked out the Bryan Bros YouTube channel, he's been on. Um, he was on the channel this week, and he's just a cool dude. I like him. I mean, he's got attitude. He's got flair. He's he's he talks he talks smack like nobody else. But he's fun to watch. Fun to fun to see play. And I'm pulling for him in the 2021 season. But again. Without going too much longer, because we're already getting to that 40-minute mark, just wanted to give you guys something. Didn't want to just disappear on you. So we're going to call this the season finale for all intents and purposes. However, don't put it past me to drop something in the coming weeks. Again, we got Christmas and New Year's. Probably not going to push too much content, but I might take some time off work, so I'm going to have some free time on my hands. And as again, as I get involved with TaylorMade, as I continue this other top-secret golf opportunity i'm pursuing maybe stuff will come um so awesome i'll i'll see you guys soon see quote unquote see i'll talk to you guys soon so hang tight thanks for tuning in you guys are awesome 2020 has been a great season for the michigan golf podcast i've really enjoyed getting this stuff out there to you guys seeing it grow and sharing the experiences that i have with you guys if you have stuff that you want to talk about in the upcoming season brainstorm with me let's I'm I'm here for you. So shoot me a message on Instagram at G Smith Golf. If you want to be on the podcast, shoot me a message. I need more guests. I need more people because people are hard to coordinate with and it's hard to get Paul on this podcast. He's not a very talkative person in the first place. It's hard to get him on the podcast. But we've solidified our partnership for the upcoming Mitten Golf Tour season. So I will get him back on here. And anybody else that wants to be on a golf podcast, if that's on your bucket list, hit me up on Instagram, at GSmithGolf. We can do it remotely. I can get you to dial in. We can have some great conversations. We can talk golf. We can talk about your club. We can talk about your game, your equipment, whatever you want to talk about, what you're working on. Let's let's share it. We're That's what we're all about here. So thanks again for tuning in. You guys are fantastic. And until next time, it's been a blast, guys. So stay warm out there. And We'll be back with you in 2021 without a doubt.